Okay, in theory, we might actually be on the interwebs. Ooh. Yay, my audio is working. <laughs> it's, well, I changed headphones today, and every time I change headphones, uh. OBS sometimes decides, oh, you wanted to switch to having your input and output be your microphone. But no, that's, that's not how it works. That's right. not how any of this works. Uh, but apparently there are many things that people have learned don't work the way they thought they did, including what happened during our last session. But we'll get into that. Hello and welcome to Pack Tactics Season 3. This is a homebrew Dungeons & Dragons 5th edition campaign setting uh, set in a persistent, I don't want to say world, because technically you're on the moon right now, but a persistent campaign setting. Uh, and joining me this evening are a bunch of awesome people, including Ellie, Eo, Jen, Cindy. Archbeth is hanging out in chat. And uh, what took place last time? We went to the astral plane and met a god. Way to true. skip to the last page of the book. <laughs> <laughs> well, we learned that there's someone orbitally bombarding the moon. And Zeely's on the case. So we followed some people... Who were want apparently blue smoke? They, they they seemed to want to steal our blue smoke. We fought them. One tried to bluff us with what we thought was a bomb. So I put my bag of holding on it, and that's why we went to the astral plane. Because two extra dimensional things trying to contain each other does not work out happily. And, and yes, now I don't have a bag of holding anymore, or most of my equipment. That's when we met Ogma, and Ogma stated that the half-sphere thing that uh, moves and locks the crystal sphere has something inside of it, and that there are a bunch of things that are containing the ways to open it up. By You destroy the thing, and blue smoke comes in and weakens the lock. So It, it was glorious exposition that would be very helpful for a, com- a campaign that doesn't include the characters in this campaign at all. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, very helpful information for them. It's a shame they're not getting it. Right, right. <laughs> I mean, well, there is some cross-pollination because Ellie occasionally plays in that game also. Mm-hmm. But, uh, well, in any case, yes, that is more or less what took place. And it occurs to me that even though I'm the one who designed the overarching plot right now, I still raised an eyebrow at, there were a bunch of people trying to steal our blue smoke. Because you are correct. Yes, that is apparently what they were attempting to do. But that's an out-of-context quote, to be certain. (laughs) (laughs) And also, maybe the blue smoke shouldn't have gone in the thing. It might have been bad, but they didn't want to tell us that or anything else. So now they're all dead. Oops. Pretty much. To be fair, they attacked us first. Well, we stopped them now. Won't have to worry about that group again. And you attacked them last. Yeah. Well, to be fair, a minor collapse did some of the work as well. Well, yeah. This is also true. Um, The bombardment was still taking place at the time. Might still be taking place. You're not entirely sure. You are fairly deep underground at this point. Uh, When Agma snapped his fingers and sent you back to the material plane... You arrived right next to the lock, which is apparently also a steering wheel for the moon. 
Which and, is a space station. Which is also a space station. <laughs> yes. It that is a moon and it's a space station, which is glorious. But also apparently a prison. This is a Swiss army knife of plot points. If you press the right button, you're going to get a small pair of tweezers or magnifying glass that doesn't work. Or a fish scaler that no one uses. Oh hey, look, I found the screwdriver. Yeah, but that that one's Phillips. You need flathead. Mine has a package hook that I didn't know I wanted until I had it. <clears throat> Those are the best tools. The ones where you didn't realize you wanted one until you have one. And you're like, how did I live without this for all of my life until now? But never mind about that. Uh, you are all in, starting off right where we left off. You are all around the lock. What do you do? I'm going to um, start checking it over. Okay. Give. That was a place I think I would like to never go again. Yeah, it was really weird. I missed what kind of check <clears throat> I need to make. I didn't finish saying it because I didn't want to talk over conversation. Oh. Ah. And now okay. I'm loading up character sheets because I didn't do that before the game started because I'm not good at this, apparently. Um, no, I don't want you to give an intimidation check. That's the wrong <laughs> check. <laughs> Froma attempts to intimidate the lock in, tell me what you know! <laughs> there, there is a single light shining down in an otherwise dark room. It's tied to a chair. I mean, I am proficient in intimidation. Um, fair, but Zax is also proficient <laughs> in intimidation and might do slightly better. But either way. I have a plus six to it. That's oh my gosh. That's more than I have. Zax only has a plus six. You are more intimidating than the barbarian. I yep. am. I have... Well, as a DM, I'm living for this. But multiple characters of mine have some serious concerns. I, I absolutely believe it. I mean, do you know how many yeah. people Chroma scared when Chroma talked about the gun they got from the hippo? Oh, that's it's, true. it's the amount of that's reverence true. that one hears when Chroma utters the word sidearm. Speaking of things our characters are good at, remember the Triceratops? Yeah, you gave it to a farmer. Mm-hmm. I was just thinking about that. I think that's the last time I've used animal handling. Mm. 17. So in, in spite of our attempts to totally be off the rails, <laughs> Chroma has still rolled a 17 on investigation. That's fantastic. So with a 17, I'm not going to give you everything that is happening right now, but you're fairly certain that it's consuming more power than it was before? Or is it... And what, did it always rattle like that? You, there might be something loose inside uh, or underneath a panel. Or it might just be that coaster that someone set over top. Why did someone put a coaster there? I mean, sure, they were using a coaster. That's a good thing, that they were using a coaster. But why did they have a drink next to the thing that powers the moon? Uh, I'm going to have to talk to the inventors again. But also, you're fairly sure this is not working at peak efficiency. It wasn't working at peak efficiency before. It is now working at less efficiency. Well, you should probably see if the bombardment's still ongoing, and assuming it's not. Um, right! The people who sent those people who attacked us are going to be the only ones who know what um, what's going on with the blue smoke and why people want to catch it, and also how people want to catch it. And maybe we should go look at uh, the equipment all those people had, they might have things to catch it. Not a bad idea. We also need to figure out if we should tell Marwise about any of this. Oh, yeah. Uh, 
I Why wouldn't we? Uh, because she, as kind of a matter of principle, isn't very good at keeping secrets for too long, which means that if we tell her, she's probably eventually going to tell Sniv, and I'm really not sure we want Sniv to know any of this. Oh, Does yeah, it matter right. if Sniv knows we talked to Marwise's god? I, I was I talking know. more about the stuff we learned about this sphere thingy, and there may be being someone inside it. Oh, right. Hmm. Uh, let's just not tell Sniv till later, like when we figure this all out and Sniv can't do anything about it. Just a thought. Fair, which also means no one mentioned this to Marwise. Right. Which also means you might not be telling Marwise, hey, by the way, we met God. I mean, <laughs> well, your, your God in particular. We, we met that God. All right, but yeah, I, I suppose the first thing we should do is check the corpses of the people we killed. Or, Oh, wait, they're probably still in the astral plane, aren't they? Smash cut to the intersection oh, where you were having the battle, uh-huh. which is a neatly carved out 10-foot radius sphere of empty space. Oh, Whoa. was the last guy within the 10-foot sphere? Uh apparently well 20 foot diameter 10 foot radius yes apparently they all were including you oh, i thought the last guy was down the hall more there was an attempt but the attempt was not successful the attacks of opportunity however were very successful okay so we don't have to explain the uh non-cobalt bodies in the hallway anymore because they're not here you still might have to explain the spherical space. Yeah, I can't really explain that, though. I mean... I can! <laughs> Chroma pulls out a danger tripping hazard sign and sets it in front of the intersection. Okay, all better. <laughs> this is not true. This is not canon, unless you want it to be. Well, I would, but I lost all my signs in the astral plane. You could press a digitate one. <gasps> Anyway, we should find the bombardment, because the people doing the bombardment are probably the people who tried to steal blue smoke. Probably. Yeah, let's let's, so let's see them. if we, yeah, let's see if we manage to capture any of them alive and ask a few questions. To me that the thing that I put my bag of holding over might have actually been um, something they were planning to use in capturing the blue smoke, because if it's an aromatherapy a device, that's probably actually very good for putting um, smoke-type things in. But, you know, that's just... That's not actually really important right now. It was just a thought. <laughs> it was like an everlasting can of Axe body spray. Oh, no. <laughs> so, more the spraying out than the putting in. Apparently so. Ah. Uh, Maybe okay. it had an input feature. Um, actually, I should probably stat it up because um, <laughs> because I think you might still have it. Oh yeah, I do. I'm gonna toss it to you. <laughs> right. So I am going to have to make a homebrew aromatherapy sphere and add it to your character sheet. I apologize for not doing that already. <laughs> oh wow! It would be a common magical item. With the caveat of it has an extra dimensional space, do not store in a bag of holding or handy haversack <laughs> or portable hole. <laughs> you you didn't read the user manual. That's the problem. I mean, yeah, you didn't have the time to, but that's besides the point. Or maybe it is the point. It's one of those. The question is, you've decided what your next course of action should be, but you haven't told me where you intend to carry this out. 
We should head to the Red Star. Hmm. Well, it's got some guns. I mean, yeah. My first instinct was we'd go to the surface of the moon and just start looking around there and make our next decision once we know what the surface looks like. So, question. We... Uh, now, the Red Star needed some repairs after your last outing. All right. And I am going to say that enough time passed, and this might end up being wibbly wobbly timey wimey to get it all to work and be canon, but I'm going to say it's canon, so whatever. That Chroma did at some point finish at least most of the repairs. There's there's still like a a, a layer of touch up paint that you could do. You you yeah, purchased. Yeah, didn't the... I repair things before the sewer incident? Oh yeah, you're right. Hmm. Um. But I'm going to say that you still need to do some touch-up work. You bought the tiny little bottle of touch-up paint, and then you looked at the Red Star and, and bought the larger version of that tiny little bottle. Or or more bottles, which, whichever you prefer. Um, and that all took a long time because, you know, people had to cast teleportation circle. I had to go places. I had to buy the thing. I had to go back and buy the thing again. And then people were kind of tired of casting teleportation circle because I forgot things and um, I think I also... have used up all my teleportation circle privileges for a while. There was also that moment where you accidentally bought the wrong color. It was it was a red, but it wasn't the red. So all the touch-up marks w- would show up. But the point I'm trying to get to to ask is where did you park the red star? Um, we were generally parking it Right outside the building that Sniv has his office in. Okay. So smash cut to, you are outside the building where Sniv has his office. There is a large boulder, actually several large boulders, that are embedded in the walls of Sniv's office. And a few holes that suggest that not all of them were stopped by said walls. Now, that typical location is also where many of the cobalt angel ships that were scavenged and brought over for retrofitting uh, were parked. They're still there. They're not necessarily intact. Uh, Most of them, some have had boulders smash them into other ships, so uh, there's additional damage there. The Red Star stands out more than the angel ships do. The angel ships are sleek and black and kind of look like something from a Tim Burton production of Batman. But the Red Star is a flamboyant red that stands much taller than all of the other ships on spindly little legs. Or it did. All of the wings are currently broken off. Uh, Your best estimate is that 1.4 of the legs are intact, but that doesn't mean one intact leg and 0.4 of another leg. It, it all adds up to 1.4, and most of them are on one side of it, so it's leaning heavily. A huge portion of the hull is in contact with the regolith of the moon. It, you could probably still fly it. A helm is very hard to destroy, but it doesn't look like it's ready to fly. Doesn't matter how it looks. Says the person who just spent considerable time getting the right touch of paint. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Well, I mean, it... It matters how it looks. If you're going to repair something, you've got to do it right. But it can fly, so we should fly it, right? Are the guns still intact? Because that's kind of useful. Uh, well, if I remember correctly, it had a ballista on top. That's what Zax is referring to. Yes, past tense, had. Oh, okay, Ugh. that's not going to help with defending at all. Well, let's look around. Are we still under attack? 
You are not currently under attack. Matter of fact, there are various kobolds running around trying to act as repair crews and assessing damages. And one of them is um, using the message spell to talk to an insurance company representative. I'm going to go find someone. They might be using Sailor's Cant. (laughs) (laughs) So who are you going to try to find? I'm going to grab the nearest kobold who is not a member of the party and who is not on the phone. Ah! Hi! Hi! Wait, which way, which way did the uh, enemies go? Uh, away! Alright, we need to chase them. Do you know if we managed to take any prisoners? Oh, yeah, that. That might be important. I don't think any of them got close enough for that. I'm pretty sure your mom incinerated a few of them from orbit, though. Oh, alright. Now, there were several that made it to surface. We had an altercation below ground with that. Was yeah, it four most or five? of the rocks were coming from the surface. No, there, there were like four of them, the people attacking us, who were... Well, you don't have to worry about it anymore. Okay. There was a boarding party or something. It was a thing. Um, But anyway, we need... We kind of accidentally killed them all. Or possibly the ceiling did. It all got a bit um mixed up. Um, and we need to find out what they were doing. So we need to find that out uh, from, like, the people who sent them down. And that's why we need to chase the people who were attacking us. Okay. Um, I'm an engineer. <laughs> You're <laughs> apparently a ragtag band of adventurers. So I'm going to stay here and do repair work. And I'm oh, going to let right. you go and fight the beings that were throwing rocks at us for do half you know an someone hour. We can, do you know someone we can talk to that might know which direction they went? Well, the ones throwing rocks went away, and that would mean that direction. And he points the opposite direction of the wall. And the ones yeah. in the ships that were dropping things on us, actually really cool-looking ships, to be honest. They had these really big... Green wings almost looked like dragons at first, and then the Fire Nation attacked. But those went that way, and he points straight up. Okay. Yeah. Oh, we, we should turn them? the lock on so they can't escape. The lock is currently on. Oh, wait, the, how'd they get here the, then? The lock by default has been on. If you want it off, you have to tell me you're turning it off, but otherwise, it's, I'm assuming it's defaulting to on. That means that they must have come from inside? Uh... The moon-based siege was an inside job. Make an inside check. Who? So, someone from Circulus attacked us? Who wants um, to attack us? I think who we doesn't? need to talk to Sniv. Uh, okay. Um, I've just gotten an, a 28 on an insight roll to see if I can remember whether we saw a ship like that on the trade in the trade sphere that we visited on our first journey through the flow. What was the die number? 19. Yes, although you didn't get very close. Okay. That actually tells me everything I, I want to know right now. All um, right. Oh, it, actually, there is one more question I have. Uh, given the current state, current state of damage to the Red Star, will I be able to pilot it through the flow at any speed? Um. So everything about your momentum... Well, that this is not true. Let me back up. Most of your momentum, particularly in... Um, sphere space is or technically I think they call it wild space is controlled by the helm 
You could have the mm-hmm. helm be by itself or tied to a couple of planks if you wanted somewhere to rest your feet, and it would work. You can do that in the flow as well, but your travel through the flow is assisted if there's something for the flow to push up against, hence the wings or, on some designs, sails. So you could do it. You would not appreciate the experience, and you'd have much less of a bubble of atmosphere to take with you, which, again, means you would not appreciate the experience. That's what I thought. Okay. Well, Chroma said we should talk to Sniv. I'm not sure what you're planning on saying to Sniv. Let's Can go I check his office. We've seen okay. these ships outside of the sphere. Well, that's weird. Well, I mean, I the description we got of it being green us. with wings, that also matches our ship when it's properly repaired. With a die roll of nine. Well, your ship was red, but still. In fact, you saw, with the roll 19, I will tell you, you saw more than one ship that fits that description of very, very different designs. Uh, okay. Some were made to specifically resemble dragons. Like there was a head and a mouth in front of it. And others were just, they looked organic with green wings. And if you have something that's large enough and give it green wings that are membranous as opposed to feather covered, it's going to look like a dragon. Okay. So we may have seen these outside the sphere. But anyway, he's probably the person um, who's on the planet who's most likely to know who attacked us. Fair. So yeah. yeah all right. Let's go talk to our favorite person. Okay. Okay. And then there is um, a cinematic wipe, and you are in the remains of Sniv's office, which is quite crowded, but it's it's crowded in the sense that, well, there's additional furniture, if you encounter very large rocks as furniture, and most of the kobolds that are in here are either coming or going or temporarily giving information to Sniv or getting orders from Sniv. Right, yes. Did everyone get out that was supposed to? Okay, good. Well, it looks like the battle's over, but don't have them come back quite yet. We don't know if there's going to be an additional raid. They might have just been testing our defenses. So, is... Okay, what's next? All right. Uh, hmm. Okay, so Coomridge was also under attack. That's wonderful. Thank you for that information. I'm going to go into full panic mode as soon as I have the opportunity. I'm going to schedule it for maybe a half hour after lunch. All right. Now, who's it? Oh. Hello, my favorite ragtag band of adventurers. How are you doing? I'm glad to see you survived. So, um, there was a boarding party, and they're all dead because reasons, including the ceiling, and, um, we need to figure out who attacked us. We need to figure out who to chase down so we can figure out who knows what the boarding party was doing because they were doing weird cryptic things. I will file this information away until I can process it, but also, this is... Somewhat good news? We can examine the corpses for more information. Mm, the corpses are all on the astral plane. This is slightly less good news. They tried to pretend that in a thingy that was a, uh, that was an extra-dimensional space was a bomb. So you I don't have bag your of- bag of holding. I That's think I put two yeah. and two together. All right, I'm <laughs> yep. very glad that you made it back. You did go to the astral plane too, didn't you? Uh-huh. Yes. And you for made a it back. While. Yep. I don't recall any of you having the ability to plane shift. Nope. We got lucky and ran into help. I'm probably going to ask for a full report on that later, but right now I have more pressing concerns, like the fact that we just got attacked by giants. Indeed. Yeah. Giants. Yeah. Well, yeah, that makes sense. 
the people we encountered weren't giant. One of them was. Oh! One of them was. That's the one that shot me twice with the arrows and expected me to die because he'd been shooting other kobolds. Of course I had to kill him. Oh, that explains it then because of the people we were doing diplomacy with. I guess. I just remember that. But yeah, that, that you know, blocked yeah, the whole hallway before the whole astral plane thing happened. But yeah. Yeah, that's right. The new clan of kobolds with the castle on a cloud thing. They said they escaped from giants. Right. Well... Now we know where to look. Yep. All right. Thank you, Sniv. You've been helpful. We're going to try to get some more information and possibly some revenge. Sniv has already stopped paying attention to you because there's like 15 other kobolds coming to the room to let them know about various things. What those of you with a passive perception higher than 10 can gather from snippets of conversation is... So for um, one but me. <laughs> Most non-essential personnel on the moon were teleportation circled away. Everyone with the ability to cast teleportation circle used as many spell slots as they could to get those kobolds out. So at this point, the moon base is entirely populated by combat-ready personnel or personnel who repair things and sniv. Right. Hey, Sniv, if you got some downtime, you can, like, ask the uh, barbarians in the dojo to push some of these rocks out here for you. Uh, they're already working? Uh, my office is not a high priority, though. Oh, all right. Yeah, we're trying to clear out the medical bay and the cafeteria first. Oh, okay. Yeah, that makes sense. I'm going to head back out to the um, to where the ships are. The okay. I'll follow just to get away from Sniv. So you head out to the ship. Chroma waves to Sniv and follows the others out. <laughs> And uh, I'm going to flag down on Engineer. Ah! I'm just flagging. I found that if I scream in panic first, people understand that I'm not combat ready. I understand. I have a favor to ask. I know that all of the ships here have taken damage, but my my ship has taken quite a bit of damage, and I need it. Uh, As you can see, uh, it's on its last bits of leg. How long would it take you to add struts to the bottom, like skis? If you had a team. Um, hmm. Um, the engineer looks over at the Red Star, and they chew a bit on the pencil that they were using, and then it snaps off in their mouth like, ah, gotta stop doing that. Um, hmm. Well, when you figure the various permits and Cobalt OSHA regulations and getting clearance from We have permission from, from Smith to go after whoever bombarded us, <clears throat> but that needs to happen before we do. And then there's going to be parts and labor, and got to wait until the insurance comes back to see if they've approved it, find out what your copay is. Um, I'd say about two weeks. We do hmm. not have two weeks, and I'll see if I can make sure that... I'll see what I can do while we're, um, you know, going. Insight check. Sir. Yeah. In Insight check from me? <laughs> insight check from anyone who can hear this conversation. <laughs> oh, okay, sure. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you uh, you hear this. Nine is twenty-one. I'm trying to find it on the character sheet. Actually, Chroma, give me an investigation check instead. Oh, oh. because <laughs> I got a twelve. Because it's about so that's a twenty-six. Okay, Wait, so all of you right? hear this kobold say two weeks, and I see three rolls for insight checks that are quite low. Okay. <laughs> So now we get to 
Now we get to do a, a little bit of exposition. So two people come to a conclusion for totally different reasons. Chroma, you are certain that with help, you could easily put struts on the Red Star. And it wouldn't look as pretty, but it would be functional in far less than two weeks. It would take one day tops. And that's if you had to scrounge for materials. But oh, by the way, you're currently in a ship graveyard because you're surrounded by ships that have been damaged. You've got the parts. Two weeks is a very excessive estimation. And Neri, you just think that this person's trying to make a point of saying, you know, we got a lot of stuff to do and I'm going to overestimate my time because that way, if I do it under time, then I look very impressive. (laughs) Okay, so um, scratch all the insurance stuff and things because I can get this done real quickly. So you don't need to do it. I'll handle it. You'll you'll uh, have to sign a waiver. I'm assuming that this is said to Chroma's back as Chroma's <laughs> yes, running away. Yes, this is said to Chroma's back as Chroma runs off. <laughs> this cobalt yeah, engineer is just like waving a clipboard around. <laughs> well, it's not my fault if they're not going to do a union job. Let's see how far it gets them. <laughs> wait, we're union? Shh! Okay. Oh, wait, I need to get tools from my laboratory because all of my tools went to the astral plane. Right, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. As you are heading inside to get to your tools, you see JR pushing a cart that has a wide variety of tools that are clearly from your workshop. Oh, yay! I thought you would need these. Thank you so much! Half that of them have lot. no use whatsoever for repairing the Red Star. And some of them, you're not entirely sure you ever had a use for them, but they look neat. <laughs> they they might have been... Gifts at one point or another where you're like, oh, that's nice. Thank you. I'm sure I'll find a use for it. It it was a nice paperweight. But in any case, if what you are intending to do is to repair the Red Star, um, I'm not going to require a role for that. You've been working on this ship for a very long time. You know its ins and outs. Um, So we could say that with... Actually, no. Do give me a... Someday I words... Uh, mm. Give me an investigation check, and I will use that to determine how quickly you get it repaired. Um, okay. I want to use... I want to get this done fast. I'm going to use... Uh, let me find my uh, features. I'm going to use Flash of Genius and turn that into an 18. Okay. So with an 18... You know the parts you need. You know the tools you need. The only <laughs> difficult stuff was the heavy lifting. And Sex? you are... Yep. I was going to say, you're friends with the <laughs> Cobalt Barbarian with the strength of 25. Right, yeah. What do you need me to pick up? Who is from a Barbarian Dojo. Right. <laughs> with significantly more Cobalts. Yeah. That also have high strengths. Not 25, mind you. But the heavy lifting is doable. You're not going to use that many cobalts to get it up to the height that it was before, but you can still like shift it on the ground and get it onto skids. I figure Zax went to go find Molo and his team went, hey, help us out for a minute. <laughs> Won't take long. They take a break from their rock removal program, mm-hmm. which was having... Um, there were attempts and there were various techniques that they were workshopping <laughs> and some of them were highly effective, some of them less so. But never mind that. Um, a day and a half later, okay, you have successfully, I'm not going to say repaired the Red Star. It is not ready to go into the flow. But 
landing it will not be as difficult and you don't need repelling gear to get to the helm. That was the goal. Thank you. All right. Zanosha, I'm very sorry about your garden. Yeah, Te- mushrooms are hardy. Technically, the garden's still there. It's just all on one side of the ship. Can they grow sideways? Many mushrooms, mushrooms can grow anywhere. Okay. They grow on the sides of trees. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I've probably seen that and forgot. But yeah, I can fix this garden. It'll take a while, but I can do it. All right, so are we, like, ready to lift off, or should I go help those guys move some rocks? For... I think Assuming we should lift we've had off a long rest. Hmm? Assuming we've had a long rest, then... If it's been a day and a half, you've now had a long rest. Okay. Um, I think we should lift off before anyone shows up to tell us that we shouldn't lift off. Well, Molo was asking if Zax wanted to help with some of the boulder removal techniques. Operation Punch It Really Hard Until It Turns Into Rubble is showing some promise. (laughs) But promises and fulfillment of expectations are not things that always overlap. Are there some kobolds that got training from Fahim or something? (laughs) It's a school of thought that is prevalent. Okay, so figure then in the meantime, the day and a half or whatever that it took to do that. And once all done stuff, maybe Zax went to go help punch rocks for a while. (laughs) (laughs) Meanwhile, those other kobolds are just like tying ropes around them and pulling them onto carts and moving them that way. I mean, whatever works, you know. There's one there with what appears to be a glowing sword made of plasma that's cutting them into smaller pieces. They're wearing robes. That doesn't look as fun, though. And their scales are red and black. Hmm. They keep laughing evilly. Oh, whatever. They're helping. Well, that's normal. (laughs) (laughs) Miri is surprised by how much she missed the red star. It's home. Uh... (laughs) Zach's got to punch and break things. Zach's is happy. Zach's hit points should be fixed. Oh, good. Thank you. Are we all aboard? Yeah, I am. Yeah. yeah. JR waves from their chair. Okay. All right, in that case, it's time to lift off. JR comes to hum a happy little tune, but JR only communicates in monotones. So you're pretty sure it's the rhythm of Girl from Ipanema, but it's not Girl from Ipanema. (laughs) I give him a thumbs up. (laughs) (laughs) Since it seems like a good time, do you want to take five? Sure, we can take five now. Yeah. I'm going to press some buttons. back and apparently cats and Roombas are two great things that go great together unless one is also attaching knives to Roombas and making Mr. Stabbies. Or Captain Stabbies or Admiral Stabbies. I mean regardless of the naval rank of the Roomba with a knife it is still a Roomba with a knife. A device that is not designed to recognize that it has a pointy end. I prepared the tiny servant spell. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe, I can't believe that this is the second most chaotic Dungeons and Dragons campaign I've ever run. It's kobolds. Yes. And that 
what I don't believe is that this is the second most chaotic. <laughs> <laughs> you no, are in second fair. place. Yes, yeah. yes. The the game where Millie is playing a seven foot tall tabaxi child with ADD and a penchant for ad- adopting strangers. That's the game that's most chaotic. I mean, aside from the height and the spaces. Oh no, that would not end well. <laughs> There's a lot of things that aren't ending well in that campaign, so you're absolutely right. Uh, with that said, you are shipbound. The ship is moving. Once again, Neri has no spell slots. It's been a while. It's been a while. I'm waiting for the point where Neri goes to cast Hunter's Mark and goes, oh, wait, that's right. Oh, Hunter's Mark comes from my bow. Also true. It's Pass Without Trace that I'm going to want to cast. I believe the verbal component for that is, we're so quiet. <laughs> 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 anyway, yeah, I'm heading over to the cloud tower to uh, see if we can get directions. Okay. Good idea, I'll go with. So you pull up alongside the cloud tower. Oh, we're flying there. Yeah, that makes sense. Sorry. I'm really out of it today. <laughs> <laughs> Which, for the... Well, considering if anyone is listening to this episode as their first experience of Pack Tactics Season 3, and you've made it this far in, well, one, God bless you. And two, uh, I should probably provide a, a just a tiny little bit of exposition. So there's a bunch of kobolds that escaped from some cloud giants. They were being kept as slaves, but they had a revolt um, because the cloud giants were pretty revolting. Hmm. And when they escaped, they took a flying cloud with them. Now, one might say, but clouds kind of fly already. Well, this was a cloud that had been made solid to the point where you could build things on it. And so something was built on it. But this is a smaller cloud, so it only had a single tower as opposed to, like, a castle. Apparently some cloud giants have castles and kingdoms in their clouds. This is just a one-tower thing. And it has a bit of area around the cloud, around the tower, rather. And you can just sort of kind of squeeze the red star into a parking spot carefully uh you would not have been able to do it well if the wings and legs were still intact but you are in a streamlined model now red star xl (laughs) (laughs) not as good for long distance voyages but you know if you're just gonna zip around town Mm -hmm. if you want to be the little old cobalt that only takes it for a drive once a week then this is what you can use also for some reason it's very good at handling data I got that. I did get that. I love this game so much. The free space on the bingo card has been achieved. (laughs) (laughs) I have said the thing that I say in almost every session. All right. So you've parked. You open the door. You don't need to let down the stairs like you normally do because it's very low to the ground now. It's more of just a short hop. Stairs actually kind of go up if you let them out. Well, it's... If you let the stairs out, then it becomes difficult terrain for the entire time you're walking on the stairs because all the steps are at like 45 degree angles. Oh, just jump out. Okay. It's rather quiet. Hello. Any kobolds in the tower? Maybe they all got evacuated. Oh, they could have. A kobold wearing a helmet that does not appear to have been designed for kobolds, but they bent a few pieces to make it fit their head, pokes their head out the door. Uh, hey. Hello. Hi. So, as you're probably aware, we were attacked by giants a bit ago. We were wondering if you might know where they came from so we could... Uh, 
Probably the surface. Can you be more specific? The surface of the moon, the surface of Circulus. Circulus. Where? Um, well, most of them live on flying clouds, so actual location varies. Okay, so they're floating over Circulus? Mostly. Mostly. Some of them hang out on very tall mountains. And do you know who they might be talking to on good terms with that have green sort of wingy ship things? No, that was a new phenomenon. Okay. Hmm. All right. Uh, any advice on how to fight them? Uh, try not to be squishy. Okay. We'll do our best. Thank you. No problem. Where's uh the rest of the kobolds that were here last time we were here? Well, the base got hit pretty hard, so most of them are, are helping out with that. We had to leave someone behind to just guard the tower. Hi. That's me, but everyone else is helping. Okay, you need anything? Are you good? I mean, anybody else come by other than us? Nope, you're the first ones. Okay, you're probably alright then. You might want to get that ship fixed though, it looks like it took a few bits. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, kind of a work in progress at the moment, but it'll be alright. Yeah, there's probably some nicer ships I saw parked in front of the moon base. Yeah, how about those? They're not doing so good either. Oh... Oh. Besides, we like this one. Okay. I'm, uh... It's got a cloaking device. Hopefully that still works. We'll find out. I forgot that. <laughs> 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 I knew the others had them. <laughs> but I forgot that you'd gotten that installed. I should have done the thing where you turn on the cloaking device and none of you can see each other or any of the controls. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't do that, but I should have done that. So, um, did we win? Uh, I mean, I don't think we lost. You see, this is what worries me. Every time I ask that question, I don't get a yes or no. Okay, it's always I, a, I think, well, speaking to, tactically, I think we won the first battle. We weren't actually there for it, but I think... But it's possible this is the start of a war that will take some right, time. Right, so for now, yeah, we won, but it could change later if they come back. Is that better? Um, No. Yeah, I know. It does not well, require an insight check for it to click. Well, uh, you're allowed to not have this click if you don't want it to. If you're like, no, my character would not notice this. That's fine. This is one of the kobolds that survived the rebellion to escape the cloud giants. Oh, yeah, I don't possibly, know. Would... Possibly one of the ones that didn't survive and Marwood or Zeely brought back. Marwood. Ooh, yeah. Okay. So yeah, I don't. I don't think Zax would pick up. Marwood is a much different character. Yeah. True. Mar- Marwood. <laughs> Marwood does not have that ability. Marwood well, is still technically out there somewhere. Wasn't Wasn't he the one who's clonally killed? Marwood was an incredibly remember. old elf that hung out with Fiddle Punch. Fiddle Punch built telescopes. Marwood studied the stars. I remember now. Right, but, but Marwood we was. Play, um, uh, Ma- what's her name? Marwood was uh, transmogrified into a chicken yep. and then stored in a portable hole yep. by Malathomax, who then assumed Marwood's form for decades and pretended to be Marwood's. Uh, okay, actually, Marwood escaped into the portable hole. He didn't get stored there. It was just he, he was about to get eaten and he fled. But wasn't there the encounter with the statue that we woke up that lied about being Marwood? There was that. There was that. And that statue that turned into someone who looked like Marwood turned out to be Thava. Oh, okay. oh that's right. All oh, right. 
Yeah. <laughs> My cobalt character in that one was not smart enough to get it. All these, all these people telling, pretending to be other people. What I really that like about all of my campaigns right now is they all eventually turn into us talking about the other campaigns. Yeah, they all kind of attach. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Hey, um, so we haven't won yet, but we're going out to figure out how we can. Yeah, we're going to gather some intel, possibly perform a counter-strike. Break stuff, kill things, you know. Okay. Uh, just, you know, take my advice. Try not to be squishy. I have an uh-huh. armor class of 22. And I can be a bear. Okay, I guess you got that down. <laughs> All right, well, have a nice day. Uh, thanks. You, you too. We're gonna try. And don't worry. I mean, you can worry if you want, but it'll be alright. We will win. Okay. Promise. If you say so. I'm gonna head back to the ship. Yeah, let's go, uh, let's go hunt some cloud giants. Okay. So, if you're going to hunt cloud giants... I would argue the appropriate role for this would be survival. Okay, so we should roll survival checks? I thought Neri rolls survival checks. Well, considering Neri is piloting the ship, Neri is ideal for making the survival check because Neri is using the ship to see right now. Well, that's a 20 on the die for a 29. Okay, you very clearly spot the tracks of multiple cloud giants. One could argue that with a 20, you spot them from orbit. And considering you're in a spaceship, that is something that you physically actually could have been doing. (laughs) Um, There's a significant number of them, as I've said, and they are all currently heading in what appears to be the same direction. Uh, With a natural 20, I will also argue that you can see that there were Steps going the other direction also. Not all of them from the same origin point, but they all gathered at a spot to throw rocks at the kobolds, and now they're all heading in one specific direction. So the question is, do you want to go to where they are or where they were? Because for some of them, it's not the same answer. How many of them? A small army. Okay. Not ideal, but might work. Can I get a beat on where they're going? Well, most of the moon is unmapped. Oh, they're on the moon. You are on the moon, yeah. I th- sorry, I thought we'd gone down to Circulus. I thought maybe, but now I understand. Well, there were uh, cloud yes, giants that I got within rock throwing range, so you're tracking. Them. I was going to see. I uh, I thought it was a little absurd for the cloud giants to be throwing from the cloud layer of Circulus to the moon, but I wasn't going to contradict you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. to. A very brief recap, when you originally asked where they went, the ones in ships went up. The ones that were throwing rocks went along the surface away. Then I think I'm following those tracks slowly enough that I am unlikely to catch up with until I can get the cloaking device on. As the red star slowly moves across the surface of the moon, just high enough to not leave tracks of its own, JR turns on a radio, and you hear a lone cellist playing. (laughs) Cut to an exterior shot where you just see the red star slowly rising up over a hill (laughs) and going back down over the other side of the hill, (laughs) occasionally peeking out from behind larger rocks. (laughs) All right, I'll stand by the cloaking device button and go... Hey, say when. Okay. 
I wish we had a cloud layer on the moon. <laughs> <laughs> that might be the problem. So, because um, it could have been the airplane intro instead. <laughs> so this is the weirdest request that I'm probably going to make this evening. And I can't wait to be proven wrong. Neary, I need you to make a stealth check for the spaceship. <laughs> okay. Do I get to use my own stats? I'm going to say yes, but you're rolling at disadvantage because it's a spaceship painted candy apple red. But it's the cloaking yeah, device working. You're waiting to turn it on. I have a magical item that gives me advantage on stealth checks. So that cancels it out? Just roll a stealth check. Uh... That's a 12. 12 total? Yeah, 7 on the die. Um, so I can help other people's rolls with Flash of Genius. What's the maximum benefit you can give? Plus 4. It doesn't help. Oh. Yeah, this is... I, I'm, making a, I'm making a stealth check... I'm basically making a stealth check, not even thinking about it and expecting my cloak to help. And my cloak doesn't go over the whole ship. Wait! Do you have Inspiration? Nope. Oh. Spent it last session. And I don't have any spell slots either, or I could cast Pass Without Trace. Okay. A rock hits the ship. Let's hit that cloaking device. Yeah. I hit the button. I rolled a nat 20. Ooh. So that's a dexterity save for me, right? You know what? That makes sense. Uh, 13 on the die for 22. Okay. So you're able to keep the ship from not going off in a very odd direction, possibly... You know, doing a barrel roll for 20 minutes while someone screams at you over an intercom. I don't know. But here's the thing. If you go up to our pinned messages and scroll down a ways, because apparently I've pinned a lot of things, uh, you will find the stats for the Dragonfly. Now, this is 2nd edition uh -huh. rules, and we're doing 5th edition. So I can't really go by some of the stuff on here because it doesn't make a good translation. However, you'll note that it says... 50 hit points. It does say 50 hit points. Oh, that's the ballista. Oh, I'm, never mind. You're right. Mm. But I'm looking at saves as thin wood. Oh. Do we have a rock in the room now? Oh, no. With a crit, it's not going to stop. Oh. Went right there. Do we have, we a, have, do we have a, a hole where a rock used to be? <laughs> you, you temporarily had a rock that was like passing through. Don't mind me. Do we still have JR in the ship? Uh, that is an excellent question, but let me roll damage first. Now, a normal rock thrown by a cloud giant will do 4d10 plus 8 bludgeoning damage. I apparently <laughs> put an underscore instead of a plus. That doesn't work. I don't want I going to know to, what kind of modifier that is. I'm going to say the words that uh, certain people will hate me for. That means it does no damage, right? <laughs> you know, I worked retail one Christmas season. Yep. Oh, I've done that a lot. <laughs> oh, no. It's awful. Yes, it is. And that damage didn't have a price sticker on it. <laughs> oh, but it rings up. <laughs> there was yep. a barcode. So the rock goes straight through the ship. You are able, I will say, with... And by the way, that is a wonderful gif that you have posted cindy i want to the record to state that you have found an excellent gif and i'm glad you have <laughs> because that's exactly what I, the kind of thing i was thinking of just not in a car <laughs> like, cars do not do barrel rolls well they shouldn't they should not they do they should not 
So, Chroma, you did an excellent job repairing the Red Star and getting it able to fly. But it's in two different pieces now. Um, no! There is one half, the half that all of you were in, because my assumption is you'd all be riding in the cabin. Yeah. Makes better sense to communicate with each other. And that's the half that, through sheer force of will and a high dexterity check, Neri is able to keep mostly together and on course, whatever that course might be. The other half is now careening off into the distance and hit something. and turning into shrapnel as it goes. Mushrooms are flying everywhere. Zenosha does her best impression of cabbage gag. <laughs> <laughs> Zenosha, I really hope your mushrooms are the same kind we found on that planet. Sorry, that turtle. Mushrooms aren't native to the moon. To be fair, nothing's saying. native to the moon. Maybe cobalt. I'm going to try and get us the heck out of here. Does the cloaking device still work? I mean, you can try pressing a button. Press the button. I press the button. I have bad news. Only half of the ship goes invisible. Is it the wrong is it the half? Ship? Is it the half we're in? I mean, I could be a really mean DM and say it's the half that splinters scattered over the surface of the moon. I will not. <laughs> the good news is it's the half you're in. On the one hand, that would be much, much funnier. No! It would be. It would <laughs> no, but, be. But, but think about it. Giants further down the path, sudden, suddenly getting whacked with debris they can't see. <laughs> <laughs> that is kind of... That would be hilarious. How, um, how far away are we right now from the group of giants on the surface? You all go, you all go up to level 12 and you don't know why. okay now you have an inspiration point (laughs) but no i don't give mysterious xp for reasons you can't determine right yeah Yeah, i know because i'm thinking that that would be funny if they're in a cluster close enough give me a perception check (laughs) okay actually can i make that check too because i want to go away from there Sure. Give me a minute. Give me a minute. Give me a minute. Uh, passive perception is 19. Active perception is 26. I got a 17 on a perception check. I'm going to make a stealth check for a giant. <laughs> I'm so quiet. I'm so quiet. <laughs> I rolled a three. I'm being quiet. <laughs> With a three, I'm going to say that this cloud giant might have been hiding on the wrong side of the cliff face. Mm. So that's so one threw a rock at us, and then the mass of them didn't see us. You yet, don't or? see a mass. You see one of them. One yeah, apparently just... is getting ready to throw rock number two. How far away is he? Uh, they're about two hundred feet. About two hundred feet. Okay. They might have been closer when the first one was thrown, but they don't seem to be acting like you're out of range. Yeah. Are we? Um... They don't seem to be acting like we're out of sight. Apparently, either. Well, if you see a ship that immediately disappears, doesn't fly away, disappears, are you going to say, hmm, I must have been imagining something? Or are you going to say, they have a cloaking device or some other means of turning invisible. I'm going to throw something where they were. Uh-huh. That's fair. But I did specifically say that I was turning away from them. Well, you, you said you wanted to see where they were, so you could. Yeah. If you I'm telling you what you see. Within, okay. uh, you know, get me within 60 feet and I'm going to, throw the hammer at it and knock Don't it throw your hammer. Sass! There's too many of them. We're not going to get the hammer back if you do. That's probably true. There's one of them. Yeah. 
I just really want to fight one. Sex. All right, all right. All right. Sex, sex, Fine. sex. What? Do you want to take a trip? The ballista still works. Is it attached? No, 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 no. Not the ballista. Chroma debuckles her jetpack. Chroma, no. no. Oh, we only wow. see one, but we were told there were many. You didn't have to Take be told. There are many one. footprints. So yeah, if we attack this one, the others are probably coming out of the woodwork. And I mean, we're strong, but we're not an entire army strong. Is there a place where I can set down where <laughs> the giant probably won't be able to see the skid marks? I mean, it's surface of the moon. It's pockmarked with craters. Um, I have rolled a disadvantage, and that is a 21. Ouch. I'm going to say that... Your half a ship does not have an AC that is higher than 21. The The other roll was a lot. So the giant threw a rock again? Is that what we're getting? Yep. And okay. it managed to hit your ship again. Brace for impact. We need to get out of here now. A- everyone make a dexterity save. Okay. Chroma at disadvantage because you were in the act of unbuckling your jetpack. Uh, 14 plus 9 is 23. So I'm sure I failed. I probably did too. And I'm playing a bit fast and loose with the rules because we don't really have rules for Spelljammer for 5th edition or Cloud Giant versus Spaceship either. (laughs) Um, But how I'm treating this is the save is to see if you're able to take half damage from the rock, which does on average 30 points of damage. So, um... And as luck would have it, cloud giants are innate spellcasters and therefore have the spell save difficulty that I can look up. Well, I thought I could look it up, but it's not listed here. That doesn't help. Innate spellcasting ability uses charisma. Okay, I'm just going to go with 15 because math. So, Zax fails with a 13. Zenosha fails with an 8. Neri does this every other Thursday. And... Chroma fails with a 13 because rolling a disadvantage. That scratched a nat 20. Ouch. Yeah, that that's an image. I forgot to roll for JR. That is 12 for JR, which means JR is also failing because I don't think JR's bonus is that high. So it's 15 damage? If you made your save, you're taking 15. If you did not make your save, you're taking 30. Okay, 30. How many Got hit it. points does JR have? Not a lot. Before or now? Uh-oh. JR does JR well. have... Okay. Okay. I was going to ask, does JR have more than 30? <laughs> JR has various splinters of wood poking out of JR at odd angles that would be fatal for a non-warforged. I believe the correct word to use is ouch. Also acceptable, book it! By which I mean book it! Let's get out of here. Yeah, I'm setting down the best place I can. I do not think that meant stop to read a book. Actually, the helm's still intact, right? Oh yeah. The helm is a magical right. item that's therefore very hard to destroy. Then I'm getting out of here at full speed. Okay. I mean, it, early on, when we hadn't even hit episode 10, maybe not even 5, I pointed out that a helm could fly while attached to splintering pieces of wood that are actively splintering off as you enter the Earth, the circular atmosphere. Right, so, and I'm just making sure that, that's, that the helm itself is still in one piece. Yes. Because if it's, if it's got a helm attached to it, I can fly it. Yes, you are absolutely right. Uh, if you want to destroy this helm, hitting it with a rock is not going to do it. Dropping it into volcano might. Okay. Uh, there will, however, be uh, a, a wizened kobold that keeps yelling about their precious as you do so. <laughs> no, that's fair. 
All right. So you head out as fast as you can because you were already at close to max range for rock throwing and you're invisible. The cloud giant is picking up another rock and throwing it. But at this point, they're just throwing it where they think you might be. Nothing they're throwing at this point is going to hit you. Okay. Then I'm going to sort of random walk my way out of here, sit down when I feel like it's safe to do so, and assess everybody's damage. JR is at 9 out of 39 hit points. They are resembling a porcupine cosplay. Oh, that's not good. I can't do any healing until I get a rest, and I can barely do healing then. How is everyone doing? I'm all right. How far are we from the kobold base? Um, I'd say... As the red star flies, you're maybe an hour's flight away. Okay. As the cloud giant walks, that's a different speed, but you're not entirely sure what their speed of movement is. How about as the kobold walks? As the kobold walks, you're looking at maybe half a day's travel. Okay, that's doable. So I suggest that we we know where the giants are going. I suggest that we take the remains of the star back to the kobold base, because with the helm, they can rebuild the star. And then we set off on foot because, again, we know where they're going. And if we lose them, I can find them. Can be hard to lose a bunch of giants, though, right? I mean, they're kind of big. You'd think so. But uh, if we get patched up and start our hike, by the time we catch up with them, I'll have my spell spots back. And that'll make this a lot easier. I'm not sure oh, directly no. confronting them is the best plan of action. because I don't think directly, directly confronting them is the best plan of action either. I don't but, think that was ever the plan of action. Might I'm be not... easier if we uh, bring a dragon. Mm. So, by the I way... I think I know who you're suggesting. Mm-hmm. None of these characters should know Monty's a dragon, though. Nope. They're not no, Monty. that's not, that's not oh. who... Gox is right, a dragon. Gox, Gox yeah. is openly a gold dragon. <laughs> yeah, totally. Uh-huh. Yes. Possibly brags about it. Uh, by the way, Zenosha, JR has just use two cure wound spells to heal you for 11 points. Oh, and JR. Oh, right. He's a and paladin. Chroma, as you come over to protest JR healing other people, JR uh, does lay on hands for you to heal you for 15. Okay, but now I'm fixing you. JR. I'm going to pop I appreciate third level assistance. cure wounds on JR. While I Chroma. appreciate your assistance, I was able to avoid most of the damage and thus do not need any healing. But thank you. I noticed that you have fewer pieces of wood sticking out of your body. I'm very good at dodging. And you did not bounce around the hall as much? Your seatbelt was still buckled? Anyway, this is not a confrontation expedition. This is a reconnaissance expedition. And as such, Pass Without Trace will be a useful spell to have available to you. Okay. I, I am capable of flying the repaired Red Star if necessary, so you can keep your spells. That's lovely. It is actually apparently one of the things I was built for. J.R., would you mind flying the Red Star back to the Kobold base? GR looks at you, and GR's face looks like a skull. They don't have expressions, but they look at you for a moment, and you, you get the sense that proverbial gears and possibly actual gears are ticking inside that skull of his. <laughs> and they say, you're not coming with me? I trust you, JR. You have never done anything but an excellent job. That is not what and I we, mean. And we will return. Yes. I promise. We we will return, or we will go. Splitting the party has always been said to be a bad thing. You oh, know that we love there. to have you. You know that we love to have you with us. But at the moment, this giant nearly killed you with a single attack. Your bravery is commendable, and your thoughtfulness for all of us 
cannot be overestimated. I am not brave. I am a coward. I am not brave. I have never been brave. I Why do you was... say that? You don't need to be scared. For... I have lost too many friends already. Dax was brought back, but changed. He doesn't interact with us anymore. I do not want that to happen again. Your intention is noble, and I understand. Let's fly back to the Cobalt Bay. Wait! Wait for a minute. Just a minute. Exactly 60 seconds. Starting when? Chroma has a screwdriver out and is doing something to one of the tools that made a nice paperweight. (laughs) By the way, I have been paying attention to chat, and with the 13 hit points that have been healed to JR, JR is no longer bloodied. Seven seven more. more. I healed some, too. Yeah. Okay, you Uh, said seven more, but I didn't quite know which way they were going. I should have assumed JR. Okay, so JR is only 10 hit points down at this point. I have fourth of experience with fear and with being alone. Cowardice is not being fearful, and bravery is not being fearless. Bravery is having fear in your heart and acting in you, and you have never done anything else as far as I could see. My heart is actually a dynamo powered by some means that even my father could not really fully understand. Doesn't mean it's not a heart. Bravery is not about the absence of fear. Bravery is about being terrified and doing what you have to do anyway. What I have to do is whatever I can to make sure the things that hurt me don't hurt me. That's as brave as anybody can be asked to be. Look! I made a scout! You made a what? Chroma waves around a unidentified tool that now appears to have tiny arms and legs. And we now have the RP introduction for the new ability that it was announced Chroma had at the beginning of this session. It looks cute. Okay, so... What, this, what in the world is that? It's a tiny servant. Um, Can we call it Mr. Stabby? <laughs> Does it have a sword? Now this one's like not the Roomba. <laughs> okay. I'm now wondering if it's canon that Chroma invented Roombas. Mr. Pointy! <laughs> and Mr. Waves. Pointy is going to, for eight hours, be running. Like, um, be capable, not be running, running. Mr. Pointy is be not operational. going to spend the... <laughs> yes! Operational for eight hours. And Mr. Pointy is going to go and take a peek at the cloud giants and try to stay out of sight and then come back in this direction a little bit and wait. You got that, Mr. Pointy? Mr. Pointy, I'm going to say Mr. Pointy (laughs) probably looks crab-shaped, kind of, sort of? Yeah, yeah, Mr. Pointy looks crab-shaped. Okay, um... Also friend-shaped, but that's everything you build. They don't have a head to nod, so they kind of nod with their whole body by adjusting their their front legs and back legs. And then they sort of skitter out towards where the back of the ship used to be, and now is just a very large door that's permanently open. Oh dear, Mr. Pointy has an int of two. I hope that Mr. Pointy understood that. (laughs) What's Mr. Pointy's wisdom? Um, ten. Okay, so Mr. Pointy was not born yesterday. 
Mr. Pointy was literally born less than five minutes ago. <laughs> and thus the low intelligence score. But intelligence is acquired knowledge. Wisdom is acquiring knowledge. So Mr. Pointy's doing okay. Probably. Oh, good. Maybe. I mean, Mr. Pointy is not taking directions like a kobold does. So already points in Mr. Pointy's favor. <laughs> but they hop off the back of the ship, which I'm assuming is currently still landed. So hopping off the back of the ship is not something that causes fatal falling damage and starts heading off in the direction of where the one giant with remarkable aim was last seen. We're actually still flying, so it just does the goofy wah-hoo-hoo-hoo. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. I will let that be canon no, if you I, want it to be. Uh, no, it's not canon. <laughs> it's just silly. It tucks and rolls. No. <laughs> This this crab-like tumbleweed is just rolling across the surface of the moon. Whatever works. <laughs> mm -hmm. okay. But in the wrong direction. No. Well, None yeah. of this is Let's canon. Start back to the base. All right. And as long as we collect Mr. Pointy within eight hours, then Mr. Pointy should probably have information for us. So we're going to have to turn around basically as soon as we get there. No, because Yay. you're an hour's flight away. Right. So you're not turning around as soon as you get there. Oh. You have some amount of time to do some things. Maybe in the time you've been gone, they found one of the ships was in a better state of repair than... Oh. Actually, most of the ships are currently in a better state of repair than the Red Star is currently. Yeah, that's, mm, that's probably... Yeah. Um, or we could see if um, we could borrow that magic carpet. I think one of the other ships would probably be faster. But, uh, JR, you're going to have to fly it. JR waves. All right. Let's go back, and we'll figure out what to do there. All right. Okay. And that's where we're going to end it for tonight. Okay. Thank you, everyone, for playing. Thank you, everyone, for listening. This has been an interesting session. <laughs> they they say... Run out of words. They say that one of the ways to tell a good story is to invent characters that you enjoy and then do horrible things to them. I did not invent most of the characters this evening, but I have followed through with half of that statement. Mm -hmm. So tonight I've been joined by a bunch of fantastic people, including Ellie, Eo, Jen, and Cindy. Arshbeth was hanging out in chat the entire time. So uh, is there anything that someone wants to plug? My yeah. mom writes books. You can get them at elizabeth-mccoy.com. My website is Book of Jen at bookofjen.net. It's got a couple of podcasts on it, a bunch of gaming stuff, a bunch of holiday stuff right now since we're recording this shortly after Christmas. Uh, holiday gaming stuff, anyway. And I have a Redbubble where I've been posting pictures of the Cobalt classes from Cobalts in Space in case you want to wear one on a t-shirt or something. So They're that's adorable. it. Uh, yeah, it's at Book of Jen on Redbubble. Uh, one of our departed members, Chris, has... A podcast at AzerothCTC.com. Should specify departed as in he's no longer in this session. He's in another session and also is not departed as in dead. No, 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 no. That, no. that would be a very interesting podcast. <laughs> that would be an interesting podcast. <laughs> Chris, what and secrets do you have from the other side? Cyberpunk 77 is full of bugs. If you want to play Crippled in Space, crashes. uh quick play RPG, you can find a generator at node.noel.codes slash kobold. It is wonderful, and yeah. I have used it for several of the games that we played together. 
There's also a PDF, but I don't remember where that lives. Itch.io. It is linked on ironbsmith.com, as is this podcast. There we go. All right. Oh, right. It's crashthedm.itch.io slash kobolds-in-space. There we go. Well, until next time, this is Crash saying, So, you broke your ship, and now you're asking for another one. This is why I wanted to borrow the flying carpet. And the engineering team. And our engineering team. Huh? Even the one that keeps trying to build spacesuits out of gophers. (laughs) Oh, my. We gave him the day off. Good night, everybody. (laughs) Good night. Good night. Good night.